Praise the Lord. Amen. It's been uh, about three months now since we last uh, gathered here uh, for a time of fellowship. And, uh, well, you know, we, have, uh, we do have some burden to fellowship with the um, uh, young working saints like yourselves. Um, <coughs> and uh, as you uh, have been made to realize, um, you all have a, uh, um, I mean, it's an important uh, role uh, in the body of Christ. And um, uh, there needs a lot of uh, um, encouragement, a lot of uh, supply, uh, a lot of um, uh, perfecting uh, that, uh, you know, your function, your capacity can be uh, developed more. Uh, you know, the, the young working saints are the, uh, the waste part uh, of the body, right? I mean, it's, uh, as you have been told, that really that helps to support the body. Uh, but, <coughs> you know, but overall, uh, we still feel that uh, many young working saints are not quite, uh, the, uh, the muscles have not been quite uh, built up. Right? Although technically you are, you're supposed to be the waist, you're supposed to be the, uh, uh, you know, the stronger part. But you know, many, due to different reasons, due to uh, you know, some of the earthly and many responsibilities, uh, you know, we have, have not been uh, you know, as, as um, uh, strengthened, uh, as, uh, um, as useful uh, as you should. And... Uh, Anyway, I mean, you know, we realize that uh, uh, it does uh, uh, require a process of time uh, to that uh, that you can be cultivated uh, with the, under the Lord's uh, speaking, His uh, uh, nurturing, so that um, you you all can grow and be developed and uh, be perfected. So. Uh, anyway, today uh, we have this opportunity. Uh, I'd just like to uh, share a couple of things uh, with you all and hope that uh, would also furnish uh, some encouragement, uh, some perfecting uh, to you all. Uh, <clears throat> well, you know, we realize that, uh, uh, like one time we shared here, that uh, uh, the age group of, uh, uh, of saints... Uh, the 30 to 50 years old, they are the ones of most value, right? According to the Old Testament, they, are the, of the high, they have the highest value in God's evaluation. Why are you, why, uh, why are these, uh, have, uh, why do they have the highest value? Well, for what? Well, they have the highest valuation for the priesthood. Right? These are the ones, the, the 30 to 50 years old are the ones to be enrolled in the priesthood. Some, you know, the, uh, actually they started uh, uh, in 25, uh, year, year, age 25 for uh, the first five years are a kind of uh, uh, discipleship, a kind of training. And then, you know, they serve from age 30 to 50. Right to serve in the priesthood. So I was just—I uh, have some feeling before the Lord to 
remind you of this. You know why you you know you most of you are in this age group. Uh, we call this uh, a young working saint age. Why are you so important? Not just that you are more uh, energetic, uh, more you know, uh, 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 you know, more <coughs> some somewhat uh, uh, more equipped. Uh, in some ways, you have finished schools. Now you're working. You have a lot of capacity in that sense. But <coughs> in the in the Bible, you know, this group of people of God, this age group, are to they partake. Participate in the priesthood, right? And uh, so, as young working saints, I hope you would realize that you are priests. Of course, in a general sense, all the saints are priests. But particularly, I hope that all of you, young working saints, would realize that you are a priest, and you have to function. You have to learn to serve. As a priest, this matter of the priesthood is a big thing in the Bible. <clears throat> right? The um, from the very beginning, actually from Genesis, we do see this line of the priesthood. Right when God created man, that uh, uh, created Adam. Adam actually was the first priest. He was the first who was. Uh, who bears God's image, and who has God's likeness, and was given God's authority, and God desires that Adam would spend time in His presence to enjoy Him, to serve Him, to worship Him. Adam was indeed the first priest, although that there was not such a name yet, but in reality that was. <clears throat> What is a priest? A priest is one who spends time in God's presence to contact the Lord, to enjoy the Lord, to worship the Lord. Right? That is a genuine priest. And although God has this desire with Adam, but after uh, man fell, right in Genesis three. That man left God's presence. Man no longer exercised the kind of priesthood that God intended. Not only in the in the at the beginning God desired to have the priesthood, God also desired to have the kingship. Right. That was what He desired to gain. You know, with the first man, with Adam, He was created in God's image. And also with God's likeness, and He was given God's authority to represent God. So we have we have seen this matter of image and dominion, right from the very beginning. This line of image and dominion runs through the whole Bible. God desires to have the priests. God desires to have the kings, the priesthood, and the kingship. For his expression and for his representation, <clears throat> but unfortunately, due to the fall, that this priesthood and the kingship just deteriorated, just fell away from God's central line. Well, clearly, with the matter of uh, uh, 
the priesthood. Well, in some ways, uh, you have these great men uh, with uh, Enoch, uh, Enosh, Noah, uh, even with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They did spend much time to commune, to fellowship with God, exercising their priesthood. Well, <clears throat> later on, particularly in the time of uh, uh, Moses, when God called his people out of Egypt, God's intention was to have his entire nation, the entire people of God, to be a kingdom of priests. God wants his people, the entire people of God, to be a kingdom of priests, to, en- to be in his presence, to serve him, to worship him. But we know what happened, right, at the time of the uh, worship of the golden calf. Because of that, God's people uh, fell away from God's original desire. Instead of contacting God, worshiping God, they were seduced by the enemy to worship the idols. And there was a call among all the 12 tribes, right? Those who stood with the Lord on the Lord's side to, come, to rise up, to stand with the Lord, to execute God's judgment. And there was the tribe of Levi rising up to stand on the Lord's side and executed the judgment on the other, on the other tribes, on, his, on their brothers. And because of that, the, the priesthood, which was once intended for the entire people of God, now was switched to shift it to the, light, the, the tribe of Levi. Right? They, you may say, inherited that priesthood. So within the, uh, the tribe of Levi, there was the priesthood. But even with the tribe of Levi, <clears throat> there was not the uh, 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 continuation. Right? There was, again, the falling away, especially at the time of Levi. That had also, the priesthood had deteriorated, had declined very much. But God again had to come in to call to raise up this little priest, Samuel, right? And then Samuel, uh, through whom he anointed, right? Uh, You have Saul, King Saul, and King David, and also King Solomon brought in the kingdom. And then especially under the kingship of David and Solomon, they ordered together the priesthood in a very, I would say, in a very uh, uh, proper way. There was, uh, uh, during the time of David and Solomon, there was the proper exercise, the ordering of the priesthood. But that did not last too long. Eventually, um, there was the... uh, 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 Degradation again. But God did not give up from obtaining the priesthood. Uh, That we know, we have to see that even when the Lord Jesus came himself, he was 
a real priest. In fact, he was the high priest. He was a high priest. He was one who lives in God's presence, right? And he was fellowshipping with God, contacting God in everything, in every situation, in every matter. And even after his death and his resurrection, now in his ascension, he is still functioning there as the faithful high priest, interceding for us. And now, in the New Testament age, with all of the believers, we are called, like the verse we, we, we just pray read in First Peter, we are the holy nation, we are the royal priesthood. Right? God did not just save us merely to have eternal life, merely to just have to be saved from all the condemnation and judgment, perdition. God saved us so that we become priests. And we, can, we may enter into a priesthood to serve him. The Lord Jesus, who is the head of the body, he is the, the source, he is the head of the body. Now in ascension, he is there in the heavens as our high priest. He is faithfully exercising his priesthood, interceding for us and administrating for God's, for God's interests. And here, as his body on the earth, we, the New Testament believers, we are also the priest. We are the holy priesthood, and we are also the royal priesthood. The kingship also underwent quite a history of uh, uh, decline, degradation, right? Kingship means what? Means one uh, who can represent God with his authority, with his power. Because of God's enemy, there is a need of men on the earth who can be so one with God to represent God in his authority. God needs the kingship. But unfortunately, you know, through in history, the kingship also fell, right? Fell away from God's original intention. And we saw at the time, in the time of the, uh, the, uh, the judges, in the time of the kings, of the, the kings of the Israel, uh, kingdom of Israel and the kingdom of Judah. I mean, it's terrible to read the record in the first and second kings. So many of the, most of the kings did not follow, did not, did not follow the line, the central line of God's uh, uh, revelation. They deviated, they fell away. So until, actually with David, right, with Solomon, there was a proper representation of God's kingdom, of God's kingship. On the earth at that time. But you know that did not last very long. Well the Lord Jesus came. On the one hand he is a priest. On the other hand he is also a king. Right? He is a king savior. He came to not only as one who 
brings God's people to God, offer the sacrifices, the sin offering for God's people, bringing man's needs, man's problem to God. He also came from God to represent God, exercising God's authority. He was a real king. He was a real priest. So now, we the believers, uh, we are also uh, the, the priest, joining the priesthood. And also, according to 1 Peter uh, uh, 2 tells us, we are a royal priesthood. Well, royal here surely implies something kingly. As we are exercising our priesthood, coming to God, right, contacting God, living in God's presence, being saturated with God, then God will send us forth from Him to others to represent Him with His authority, with His kingship. Today, properly speaking, for the, for the accomplishing of God's purpose, He needs these two matters, the kingship, the priesthood, to be properly restored, in order for the church to be built up, in order for God's purpose to be completed. If there's a shortage of this, there's a shortage of priesthood, in other words, shortage of the believers exercising their priesthood to enjoy the Lord, to, be, to spend time in God's presence, to allow God to saturate them, and also a lacking of, of, uh, of, of the believers, you know, to stand in oneness with God, to represent God in the, with this authority on the earth, there's no way for the church to be built. There's no way for God's economy to be carried out. You know, this why, you know, this time, uh, even in the last, week, uh, last weekend's conference in uh, Indianapolis, we touched this matter of the prayer of the age. This is, this is not just ordinary Christian prayers. We are touching about prayers by priests and kings. Right? These are prayers that are offered by people who have been saturated, permeated by God's presence, by God himself, in God's presence, and who are absolutely one with God, to represent his authority. That we can lose on earth what the heavens has already lost. We can bind on earth what the heavens has already bound. Who, who has been able to do this in the last 2,000 years? How, how much of God's people has been able to do this? The church has not been built up, has not been brought into this realm. There's no, no realization of the need of the proper priesthood, of the proper kingship. God's desire, no one has ever echoed, has ever expressed through us in an, in an authoritative way to bind and to lose. God has to recover this. Amen. The priesthood, the proper priesthood and the proper kingship. You know, when... When among God's people, the, the kingship, the priesthood and the kingship are weak. What happened is that at that time, in that juncture, the prophethood, the prophets came in. 
God raised up the prophets to come in to strengthen, you know, to strengthen the kings, to strengthen the priests. But the prophets, you have to realize, prophets are not normal. The prophets are not normal. They are just temporarily to bridge. You know, the, in the, uh, the New Testament shows us that not all of us are prophets. But we all are priests. We all are kings. There are some certain God raised some up as prophets uh, to, uh, with a special <coughs> commission to uh, strengthen the hands of the kings, of the priests, to bring them back to normalcy. But that is only, that is only a temporarily, temporary kind of a bridging. But God's in, in, in a normal condition, God desires the kings, the priests, and the kings to function. So, my burden this afternoon with, uh, with you all is that I hope you all will see yourselves. You are priests. You are king. The priestly life. The Lord Jesus, who is the real priest, he is a high priest. His very life, his priestly life is within us. And also, he, his kingly life is within us. We have to learn to, to live a life that is in the Lord's presence, to enjoy Him, to be soaked with Him, to be saturated by Him, and also to exercise a oneness with Him to represent God's authority, to stand with God in this age. You know, I, think, I feel this is a very much a kind of a, a burden you know, in related to this matter of the prayer of the age. If we don't exercise our priesthood, if we don't exercise our kingship, you, don't, you have no idea what this prayer of the age is. You don't just pick up the prayer of the age as another aspect for a Christian to practice his prayer life. It's not that way. It's, it's, it's not another, another, just another... Uh, some uh, technicality of prayer that you pick up you know, to help your Christian life. This prayer of the age is for the priests and the kings to utter forth what is on God's heart. So as, these, uh, as the young working saints in this age, age, age group, right, 30 to 50, I hope you will see, you need to grasp this opportunity to exercise the priesthood, right? Learn to serve as priests in the church life. Well, a few things about, first I want to share a little bit about the, um, the, the living of the priest, right? As priests, what kind of living should we have? Well, as priests, we need, they are sanctified and separated unto God. All the ones, all the priests who, who was called by God to serve him, they need to be consecrated. They need to be separated. They are not common. I feel, brothers and sisters, every time I know we, we talk to, uh, we fellowship with, these, uh, with the working saints, we, we remind you, you need to consecrate yourself to the Lord. You are in the midst of your career. You are in the midst of your, 
of your raising up your family, you have many responsibilities on this earth. However, don't forget, you are a priest. You are a priest. As a priest, the first thing is that you are a sanctified one. You have to be consecrated, separated from the rest of the world. We are not common. Yes, you are we, are, we still go to work as everybody, do, everybody does. We still go, we go to school, we go to work, we take care of house uh, 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 responsi- responsibilities like everybody else does. But we are not the same because we are sanctified. Amen. We don't indulge like everybody else does. They can enjoy, they can uh, you know, live it up, they can just, uh, you know... Uh, 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 just to have, uh, you know, uh, try to, try to uh, 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 you know, to enjoy their, their life, uh, to have the, the kind of entertainment, to have the kind of pleasure, right? The more money you make, the more you just, you know, help, help you to live a more luxury, luxurious life, you know, pleasurous life. As priests, sorry, you don't have that option. <laughs> We're not for this. So <clears throat> the living of a priest, firstly, is a sanctified living, a separated life, a consecrated life. Then secondly, the priests, they enjoy Christ inwardly. Right? Christ is their food. Right? The, all the offerings, the the priests, they, they, uh, they uh, feast on the offerings, the sacrifices, which is a type of Christ. So, as priests, every day, you need to eat Christ. Amen. We need to feed on Christ. Amen. You know, brothers and sisters, I don't know. I don't want to check with you, but if you are going to be a useful functioning, normal, young working saint in the Lord's recovery, you must eat Christ every day. Feed on Christ every day. Rain or shine. You feel good, you don't feel good. You know, even you are, you know, holding a crying baby, you still can't feed on Christ. Right, Gideon, in the middle of the night. You have many of these experiences on your... I had that when I was in my rocking chair holding my baby at that time, you know. I was just calling on the Lord. <laughs> you can still be feeding on Christ. Amen. You know, while you're in the midst of all, you know, bearing many of your responsibilities, the priest's food is Christ. They just enjoy this Christ inwardly. And also, they put on Christ outwardly. Christ is their clothing. You know, the priestly garment is very particular, especially the high priest. You know, the, um, the priestly garment is made, up, is, uh, is made with uh, fine linen, with blues, with uh, gold. Uh, actually, in essence, the priestly garment is the same in material as the tabernacle. Actually, every priest is wearing a little tabernacle. Their clothing in, in the material is the same as the tabernacle. It's you know, with gold, with the divine 
nature of God, and then with the blue, with the heavenly nature. These priests, they eat Christ inwardly, they enjoy Christ inwardly, and they also put on Christ. He's a tabernacle. And not only that, especially the high priest with the breastplate, with the shoulder plate, you know, they have the, these precious stones upon their shoulders, right? The precious stones upon the, uh, the, uh, the 12 pieces of uh, the stones on the, on the breastplate. That is a little new Jerusalem. <laughs> Every priest, they are putting on God's building. They put on the tabernacle. They put, they have, there's a little miniature of the new Jerusalem. So, <clears throat> the priest's clothing, the priest's food is Christ. Amen. The priest's clothing, yes, on the one hand is Christ, but also, even more so, is a built-up Christ. Amen. We put on a built-up Christ. A corporate Christ, a Christ that is built up with God's people, with all the precious materials of the triune God. This is our clothing. This is what we, what we are covered with. And also, uh, so this, uh, this aspect of the priest living is through the coordination and the building. That's why, you know, it's not normal for priests to serve alone by himself. You don't see that. In a normal situation, you don't see any single priest served by himself. You only see the case, I think in the judges, you, somewhere some, one priest wandered off and became a priest of somebody, somebody's house. Right? You know the record? If you become a priest of somebody's house, you are a wrong priest. <laughs> you know, the priests are not meant to just serve by himself individually. There is a priesthood. There is a group of priests serving in coordination, serving as a built-up entity. It's a priesthood. When someone just wanders off, yes, he's a priest, but he serves alone by himself, that is, that is off. He's an off priest. Right? So you have this consideration in the, saint, in the, in the, in the priest uh, living that they are sanctified, they are consecrated, separated unto God, and they feed on Christ, and they put on Christ, put on the tabernacle. Right? And they, are, they live, no, not individually, but they live corporately, in coordination and with building. Then, I want to talk about a little bit about the, uh, the priest's service. The priest's service. That's how they live. Now, how do they serve? What's, a, what's the principal part of the priest's ser- service? Well, in general, we say the priest, they offer sacrifices. True. But that actually is a not, not so much the... the the, um, the important part of the priest service. The offering of the sacrifices are somewhat outward, are somewhat more rough in nature, but the more central, the more finer part of the priest service is what? Number one, in 
burning incense. And number two, in lighting the lamp. And then also, another matter you may not realize this, is the priests, they sing. Do you realize that? The, sing, the priests, they sing. The singers. The singers were the priests. And even fighting the battle, fighting the battle, right? the singers go before. And these are the priests. The final work of the priests, they, number one, is they burn incense. They enter into the holy place. Actually, the sacrifice, the offering of the sacrifice in the bronze altar, in the outer court, is for the, is for the burning of incense. Because the fire for the burning of incense came from the fire, from the bronze altar. This signifies that for us to offer up our prayer as incense at the golden altar, we need the fire, we need the crucified Christ. We are standing on the accomplished work of Christ's redemption. That is our standing in the crucified position to offer up this incense, the resurrected Christ, as the incense for our acceptance before God. So, the primary function, actually, is the, of the priests, their service is to offer up incense, and they also need to light the lamp, right? Light the lamp. The lighting of the lamp, because they cannot offer incense in darkness, they have to light the lamp for, so that they can offer the incense, uh, burn the incense in, 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 a, in, a, in a lighter situation. The light there surely, surely implies the... The, the shining force of God's word, right? Out of God's word, there is the shining forth of the light, and the priests, they take care of the lighting of the lamp, right? To bring forth the light from God's word, and then even that lighting of the lamp is for the for their burning of the incense, right? And we know that burning of the incense is the prayer. Right? Is the prayer. And then you have this matter of the singing. <clears throat> the priests sing. They, they were the ones who sang. You know, I, I don't know how you feel about our singing. I would, I would say, I mean, just looking at, considering today, this afternoon, singing, I, I wasn't that happy about this, the way we sang. I mean, we sang, but we did not quite sing. <laughs> You know what I mean? You know, we sang with our lips, but we didn't really sing enough, really without being. You know, it's uh, in the full-time training, you know, Brother Lee, when Brother Lee was with us, he did, he particularly, actually, uh, uh, I don't know, in, in some of the early years, uh, he was very burdened for the trainees to learn how to sing. Not so much to, uh, were, you, were you there, Anna, in, the, in that time? But anyway, he was very burdened for the trainees to learn how to sing. Not just to, with good voice, with you know, good melody. That's not his point. But the singing is a way for us to express, to utter, utter forth something from our spirit 
to utter forth something from the Lord, to, to the Lord. You know, our singing today, sorry to say, is too substandard. We just kind of, be, kind of routine. You know, we sing a lot during the table meeting, but, you know, much of our singing is too poor, right? Not much exercise of the Spirit, just with some little melody, you know, some... And, you know, we want to really sing as priests. This is one of your responsibility, one of your service, your work, is to sing to the Lord. And yeah. you're singing, you release your spirit, you exercise your spirit. You know, it's not the melody, it's not the music so much. Even, you, even sometimes you don't need the piano, you don't need the music, but we can still sing. Amen. I, know, I remember in the early days in the church life, like in Eldon in, in, in Los Angeles, we in the table meeting, we did not have piano. You know, t- nowadays we, we uh, am I right, Thomas? I think in the early days in the church, we didn't use piano. Actually, we, the, 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 the brothers purposely, purposely don't want to use piano. Just want to allow the saints to learn how really to sing. Amen. And nowadays we just rely so much on the, the piano's noise, maybe maybe even stronger, you know. And the, you know, just the saints can easily just fall into just kind of uh, you know get into the melody, but today I mean the as priests I hope that the Lord will recover the singing among Amen. us, Amen. the singing, the proper singing. This is a main function. This is one of the main functions of a priest, and we know when you sing, <clears throat> it it just connects you to the spirit. Amen. It helps to release your spirit. Sometimes you may not be able to say much, but when you sing, it just opens up your spirit. I remember in my, you know, uh, um, uh, younger days, you know, as a young believer growing up in the Lord, I was learning. I, I, I was uh, spending time in the morning to, to, uh, you know, to to read the Word, to pray. Many times, I remember, I enjoy even just. Pick, open up a hymn in the hymnal and just sing to the Lord and just even use that hymn to enjoy the Lord. I enjoy that very, very much. We are not using the, our hymn, our hymn book, which is so rich, which is one of the, it is the best, best hymn collection of all Christian, of all the Christian group, but yet we are not utilizing it, you know, taking full advantage of it as we should. Just, of course, not only the words, but also using the hymns to express, release our spirit, and to utter forth, utter something to the Lord, express something to the Lord. So the emphasis in the singing here is not so much in the melody, but it's in the expression, in the utterance. So remember these three matters with the priest, their service, firstly, is for burning the incense. That is a matter of prayer. We're going to talk more about this because that very much, this matter of the prayer uh, as, in, as the burning of the incense is very much related to the exercise of our spirit. Nothing exercises our spirit so much as prayer. Right? I, I mean, we had the two meetings yesterday, yesterday, last night and this morning with the Chinese-speaking saints. We touched on the prayer, but, uh, uh, the Apostle Paul's two great prayers. The prayer for revelation, the prayer for experience. In both prayers, in both prayers, he touched the matter of the Spirit. 
right? That we need the spirit of wisdom and revelation. We need to, our spirit, we need to be strengthened into our inner man, which is our spirit indwelt by Christ with the divine life. That becomes our inner man. That is actually our spirit. When we are going to pray, if we are going to pray this prayer of the age, it is crucial, I mean, it is critical that we exercise our spirit. You have to be once with the spirit of wisdom and revelation and with the inner man, you know, being strengthened into the inner man, only those who are exercising the Spirit, who knows how to release the Spirit, can know what is to pray the prayer of the age. Amen. You cannot just do lip service. You may do, speak the right words. That's not what it means. You may try to just bind and lose. You, know, you may use the words. But if you are not ones in the, with the Spirit of wisdom and revelation, you are not once strengthened into the inner man, you don't know what is to pray the prayer of the age. Nothing exercises your spirit so much as the matter of prayer. This is the burning of the incense. This is the primary service of the priests. And then the, the priests also need to light the lamp, and then also have to exercise to sing, to sing. Now I want to uh, let me say a little bit more about uh, uh, this matter of uh, uh, our prayer. Right? Um, indeed, our as priests, we this is our primary uh, service to God that we need to pray. And to pray, as I said, it really means that we exercise our spirit. If we don't pray, if we don't pray, we have no way to receive the divine supply. You know, the, the divine supply comes to us through man's prayer. Even for a person who heard the gospel, who wants to get saved, how can he get saved without praying? If he just, you know, nodded at the gospel, the message, he agreed with everything, he just, uh, you know, he, 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 he uh, understood everything, he agreed with everything, that does not mean he, he is saved. Not until he opens his mouth to pray to the Lord. The moment he started to pray... He activated that inner organ within him, causing God's life to be dispensed into him. The unique way for us to receive the divine supply is by praying. Amen. We need to pray. Right? I mean, I'm, I'm also concerned. I know nowadays we have somewhat of this kind of practice, you know, at, at the end of the message, you know, brother, two by two, pray a little bit, you know, which is a really good practice in a sense. But on the other hand, I also realize some are just, you know, routinely just, uh, you know, say a few words. You have, I, brothers and sisters, if you see you are a priest, 
your main function is to burn the incense, is to pray. And to pray, you need to exercise your spirit. You don't just merely, and then you have to exercise the spirit to pray in order to receive the life supply. You have heard the message. You, You heard God's word. You heard God speaking. But in order for that speaking to complete the cycle, to to actually be operative in you, you have to pray that in. It is not just a kind of a protocol. Now we just pray, you know, pray, uh, 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 you know, with each other for a minute, you know. It's not a kind of a protocol. You, you, you know, you, right now you want to, you, you, you have heard something. You have been touched with something. Now to complete that cycle for the Lord's, for the Lord's operation to, to be completed in you, you need to pray. Really exercise your spirit, opening your heart, exercising your spirit to pray that in. This is the only way to, you know, for a person to get saved, he needs to pray. No one can get saved without praying. No, it doesn't matter how, you know, how he prays. You know, you know, he has to open his mouth, long, short, whatever, you know. He has to open his, to his heart to the Lord and pray. And through that prayer, he gets electrified. Right? The electric, you know, the, 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 the electricity comes in. Not only in the receiving of the life supply, we need to pray, but also in the dispensing of life. I think anyone who, you know, has, a, um, uh, you know, has some uh, portion to, you know, to minister God's word, you go to preach the gospel, you try to do it without prayer. It just does not work. It just does not, does not taste the same. Everyone who, you know, learns how to speak God's word, you have to pray, pray, pray very much. Otherwise, it's just words. It's just some thoughts. In order for us to truly, genuinely minister life to others, we need to pray, pray ourselves into the spirit. So that what comes out is not something of man, something of the natural, something of the self, but something of God. It is by prayer that we function, we minister to others, right? We serve others. If we don't pray, that means we don't exercise our spirit, we say things, we talk. We only, you talk out of your mind and you just draw others' mind. Out of your own thought, you just draw others' thoughts. You just draw others' opinions. If you want to genuinely minister life in the church, in the body, you have to pray, you have to exercise your spirit, even in giving a little prophecy on the Lord's Day morning. I tell you, if the saints, you know, you know we are practicing prophesying, if you, even for that three-minute prophesying, you would pray very much. You need to pray very much. Your three-minute prophecy will be a genuine ministry of life to others. It will be different. It is not just how eloquent you are. You know, is, you know sometimes you, know, you, yeah, we, you can get good at it. You just, uh, you know, you can speak something, you know, really uh, 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 shoot under the hip, you know, you can just... just, just uh, do it, you know. But that is not the ministry of life. If you ha- unless you really pray. Pray yourself in the Spirit. 
And also, <clears throat> in this matter of prayer, we need to learn to take initiative in the matter of exercising our spirit, taking the initiative, not waiting for the moving of the spirit. You take the initiative to be moved by the spirit. The spirit already is moving. The spirit already is operating. You can never find a verse in the New Testament, in the Bible, that tells you you have to wait, you have to wait for the inspiration of the spirit. Rather, we have 1 Thessalonians 5 that tells us, don't quench the spirit. What does it mean not quenching the spirit? That means the spirit already moving in you. You just have, you have to, don't quench it. This is one aspect I'm quite burdened for, for you young, young, young adult saints. Take the initiative to use your spirit. Amen. You know, I, I, this is from my observation. You know, even you know, many young working saints in our area too. And many good, you know, they love the Lord, they love the church, they're faithful to come to the meeting. But, you know, somehow... Maybe it is an indication of a lack of the exercise of the spirit, of the regular... So when it comes to the meeting, we don't take the initiative so much. You know, we, we are, uh, even sometimes in breaking bread, you know, at the, the, uh, the table meeting, breaking the bread. You know, saints, sometimes we have to, hey, uh, 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 Chris, you go to break bread, you know. Time's, you know, it's already 10.30, you know. Uh, come on, uh, Stephen, you go to... Why, why won't you ex- take the initiative? Who are you waiting for? You're waiting for the ushers? <laughs> You're waiting for the angels to come to break bread for us? <laughs> you know, when we are really enjoying the way, exercise the spirit, learn to follow your spirit, take the initiative. You know, it's time to break the bread. You go up to break the bread. You say, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not moved. I'm not inspired. I'm not, uh, you know. Forget about your inspiration. The Spirit has been moving already. You have to take the initiative. Yes, Lord, I'm one with you. Amen. Thank you for this bread. Thank you for this cup. Many times I I notice, even our table meeting suffers. You know, it's just just the, the improper timing. You know, because of the lack of exercise, the lack of initiative of saints. And I have to say, especially for the young Working saints, you are priests. You need to be, you know, skilled. You need to be skilled through much exercise, through much practice to learn to use your spirit, taking the initiative to exercise your spirit that you can, in in any kind of circumstance, you pick up your spirit, you function. Don't wait for something to to, uh, come upon you. You know, it's just like, uh, you know, it's in the house. You know, you say, oh, it's so warm here, so hot here. Outside, the wind is blowing. You know, it's so hot here. You know, you want some wind. You know, you just don't sit down hopefully and wait for the wind to come. Open the window. <laughs> the wind is blowing outside. The wind is, you know, is, is blowing outside. And you're sitting, oh, I'm, I'm just warm. I just wait for it. I just pray and ask hopefully the wind, get some wind in here. You just open the window, the wind will come in. Today, the same thing. You know, today, where is the Spirit? The Spirit is no longer just in the heavens. The Spirit today has been poured out, 
right? The Spirit has been poured out into our heart. Amen. And the, the Spirit has been, uh, the, 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 the rock has been riven. The river has, the water has is flown out. The Spirit has been put into us. So don't quench the Spirit. I, I, I believe that saints, as we would really pick up this burden to be open to the Lord, learn how to take initiative. Take charge of your spirit. Learn to use your spirit. When you come to a you know certain meeting, well you know, time to prophesy. Well, don't wait for your inspiration. You just sometimes you know it maybe seem to be nothing seems to be going on. No one seems to be speaking. Well, you have to pick up your spirit and you just exercise. Lord, I want to say something for the sake of your body. Whether I feel like it, I don't feel like it, I have a spirit, I will use it. Amen. Just like when you eat, pick up your fork and start eating. You don't, wait for, you don't wait for the food to fly into your mouth. You just pick up that fork and put that into the meat and put it in your mouth. Our spirit is, you know, is in, you know many times we don't exercise. We don't, we are, our concept is still looking for some kind of an inspiration, some kind of a moving of the Spirit. Actually, the Spirit today is already in us, Amen. even mingled with us, Amen. becoming one with us. We need to exercise as priests. We should be, you know, if anything we should be good at is this. Amen. You should be good at this. Amen. You know, by coming to the Lord, living in the Lord's presence, you're just enjoying the Lord. You know how to use your spirit. You are, you are just mingled with the spirit. You sh- in, in any kind of situation, doesn't mean that you know you will you will, you know uh, uh, your uh, don't try to get a your uh, picked out the amen meter you know that you you want to say something that will just uh, out you know just uh, strike out everybody you know no that's forget about it you just pick up your spirit do something minister something on behalf of the body. Amen. May it be a word of knowledge. May it may be a knowledge of uh, a, a, a word of. Uh, um, uh, encouragement, right? You just exercise your spirit to say to minister something on behalf of the body of Christ. You know, in, in every meeting, Brother Lee says, you know that he said, one third of the saints in the meetings would would be so exercised that meeting will take off. You know, I, I think you know in every meeting there are more more than a third of you there in the, in the meeting. I mean, if all you young working saints, you are priests. Again, I want to impress you. You are priests. Amen. You know, you should be good at this, to burn incense, to exercise your spirit by learning to pray, to learn to know your spirit, that you use your spirit right, to minister something, to pray, to sing, whatever. You use your spirit to do something for the benefit of the body. Amen. You know, the, um, also in this matter of praying, exercising our spirit to pray, you know, it's kind of, it kind of likened to uh, uh, the, matter, the, uh, uh, the, uh, the situation where the children of Israel 
they were in the wilderness, you know, they ran out of water. That's in Numbers 21. Well, you have the situation in Elam. There were the 12 palm trees. You have the, you know, the, 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 there's water, and there's also the smitten rock, you know, the water flow out. But also in Numbers 21, you have the situation where the children of Israel were asked to dig the well. Right? You know, actually, the, uh, the leaders with their staff, they used that to dig the well. And then by digging until water gushes out. You know, Brother Lee used this illustration a lot. We have to dig our spirit. Amen. Dig our spirit until the water gushes out. Amen. The spirit needs some digging. Amen. You know, sometimes we are just, uh, you know, just, just covered over by, just by our work, by our, all the uh, responsibilities. You know, it, we, we come, you know, we just, uh, uh, just, just, uh, you know, not ready to do anything. You know, you just kind of just barely just hanging in there. You just, you just barely made it through the door, you know, to the meeting. But, you know, the, uh, the digging, the children of Israel, they want water. You don't just wait for the, the uh, water to just flow out by itself. You need to dig. Dig into your spirit. Exercise your spirit to do the digging. Until the water flows out, gushes out. Don't agree with, don't stand with your your mind. Don't just agree with your emotion, how you feel. You have to pray. Start praying. Start speaking. You have to dig. And as you dig, eventually water flows out. We experience this many times. Many times we don't, we come to pray. We just, not because we are so ready, we are so uh, 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 you know, so excited. Many times we just didn't do anything, but we, as we just began to pray, without inspiration at all, whether we even, maybe even we even said, maybe it was just of myself, but I began to dig, Amen. dig and dig and dig and dig until gushers come out. Amen. After a few minutes, while you're digging, you just hit the gushers. We need to have this kind of attitude in the exercise of the Spirit. One time, two times, three times, right? We keep digging. Amen. There is this storage, reservoir in our spirit. Amen. That needs our digging, right? To just penetrate through the layers of the dirt, whatever the covering, until our water gushes out. And... Uh, as priests, we need to practice singing. Right? Practice singing. Uh, the singing that even matching our prayers. Right? That matches our prayer. Just sing not so much, don't worry about so much the melody, how, you know, how, how beautiful it is, but just sing to utter something in a kind of a song, in a spiritual song, right? to match the praying spirit. I do enjoy many times when we co-workers pray and then we pray together. At a certain point, it's just, especially I Brother Dick, he just broke out in singing. You know. Dick the singer, you know. <laughs> we just, many times, we, not just him, but others, others too. We just, it's just sometimes when you're praying, just the hymn just, when you sing like that, suddenly it just propels that prayer to another, another level again. And you pray some more and you sing some more. 
good to practice singing. You know, and I, I hope that you, you, the young adults, you need to is, uh, forget about your voice. You know, your, whether your good voice, you know, not so good voice, forget about it. Yes. You just sing. <laughs> Make up your own melody. You know, just ex- express, express something to the Lord. Uh, just a few points about me pay attention to. Uh, don't become spiritually lazy. You, know? you call this, uh, you know, it, it, sometimes you, you kids, uh, and as kids, kids don't like to do the homework, don't, you know, don't like to go to do homework, they like to come home from school, they like to play first, you know, they, they are just mentally lazy. <laughs> oh, it's just hard to sit down to do all the math, you know, to do all the... It just, it's so much easier to go to, uh, you know, do the games and go to play, you know. They are mentally lazy. But many of us, sorry to say, you are spiritually lazy. <laughs> There's a spiritual laziness among us that we just, you know, we, if you allow this kind of la- spiritual laziness atmosphere to come among us, I tell you, it's hard for the church to be built up. Be careful of the spiritual laziness. Because whenever you, pr- you pray, I mean, like we're talking about the digging of the well, yeah, it's, it, it's some effort. You have to exercise some effort. You just, it, the water just don't come out right away. You have to keep digging. But our spirit needs to exercise. We need to be ready to exercise our spirit. Amen. Right? You don't have to be that strenuous. You don't have to, you know, do somersault. You know, you don't have to, you just have to do digging. You just have to keep at it. You just have to exercise your being. Keep digging. Don't allow yourself to fall into a what? A spiritual uh, uh, atrophy? Atrophy. Atrophy. Right? And, uh, you know, when we don't exercise our spirit, it is an offense to the Lord. Right? In John 4, we are told, God is spirit, and those who worship Him must worship in spirit. He is seeking such to worship Him. If you don't exercise your spirit, you come to the meeting, you come into church life, you don't exercise your spirit, you may say, God is disappointed. God is seeking such to worship Him. Yet we just kind of come in a kind of a casual way, lazy way, passive way. We have to take the initiative to initiate, take the initiative to exercise our spirit, use our spirit to contact God, to do something on God's behalf, so that God would be satisfied, God would be happy. So it's a dishonor to God when we don't exercise our spirit. And as we pray, exercise to pray, you know, Brother Lee also, and he mentioned, we also need to exercise to learn how to have the proper utterance, have the proper, to, to exercise, to practice our uh, thoughts, our line of thought, and the utterance. In other words, you may want to pray. You may want to pray, but some, many times you find yourself, you know, short of words. Short of words, and it kind of all jumbled up in your, in your mind. Now this, this needs some practice, you know, even in our learning to pray. That 
not only you have the desire to pray, you exercise the spirit to pray, but also allow that prayer to be uttered. Right? Then we need the Lord has to renew our mind. Right? That whatever this, that feeling the Lord put within your spirit, you, your mind would be able to interpret, to express as thoughts, and then be uttered in words. So, <clears throat> this needs practice. So in learning to pray, we have to take care of even our thoughts, right, and our words. What words to you? How to utter? Of course, this uh, you 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 uh, in your in your uh, other times in your in your life in your in your daily life you pursue in the word you pick up different utterances, especially from the ministry, right, and then learning from the from the ministry even the way. The line of thoughts Brother Lee has, you know, in 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 in, in, in uh, presenting the ministry, that these things can be, uh, you know, slowly, gradually, constituted into us, and even to help us in our prayer, so that our prayer will not be just kind of just a lot of noise only, but a prayer that can be properly uttered, properly uttered. So, <clears throat> well, as priests. This is the first thing, to burn incense, right? Light the lamp, and then sing to the Lord. Right? This primarily touches the matter of the exercise of our spirit. And then you release the spirit. I tell you, brothers and sisters, the exercise of the spirit, the release of the spirit, it has too much to do with the building up of the church. Has too much to do with the building of the church. Without the spirit being exercised, without the spirit being released, there's no building of the church. It's altogether a matter of the spirit. I really hope all the young, young, young uh, uh, working adult saints learn to use your spirit. Right? Don't wait for others. Don't just wait for it to be assigned. Don't wait to be uh, you know. Uh, don't wait for arrangement. You learn to know your spirit, and you learn to take initiative. Right? I mean, it's a uh, uh, you know, yes, you, you, you want to be proper. You don't want to get a step out of line. You don't want to make sure everything is done, you know, uh, uh, properly. You know, it, it, yes, there is that aspect to that. But I would say more than, more, more than, more than anything is that there's, our spirit in general is too passive. Amen. It's too passive. That we need to exercise our spirit to allow the Lord Right, you're coming to a meeting. What's wrong with this? You just, you know, break out in a singing. You know, you don't have to wait till somebody to start the meeting. You come in, you can break out in a singing. I just want to sing to you, saints. Amen. Let us sing into the Lord in our spirit. Amen. If you have that some sense in your spirit, why don't you follow that sense in your spirit, Amen. as opposed to just, uh, you know, follow your 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 the regular, you know, routine, you know, the the, the formula, you know, how how the meeting should go, but learn to. Take initiative. If you exercise the spirit enough, right, that you you touch the Lord, you are one with the Lord, and you come, you just take initiative in your spirit, whether to pray, to sing, or to say something. I tell you, the church is so living. The meeting will be so living. The church will be built up. Will be full of the ministry of Christ. But here, I just still want to add something that is in the priest. Priest, don't forget. Is a priest 
priesthood. We're talking about not just you as individual priests, you are a priesthood. In other words, you are functioning in your, your priesthood, your priestly service, together with a group of other priests. You are not individual. You are not isolated. You must be connected. So this touches the matter of the body. This touches the matter of the building and the matter of the coordination. In order for us to function properly, for us as young working saints, you are the strong part of the body. How do you carry out the proper function for the, to become useful in the body of Christ? I tell you, not only you pray, not only you learn how to exercise your spirit, but also you learn how to be connected. You are connected. You are joined. You know, particularly Ephesians 4.16. I've been so helped by, you know, that verse where Paul says, you know, out from him, right, all the body, out from the head, all the body being joined and knit together through every joint of the rich supply and every part functioning according to the measure of each one part. Well, there is the matter of, particularly Paul mentions, a matter of joining and the matter of knitting. I was so helped, so enlightened to see what is the building of the, of the body. The building of the, of the body is, depends on your joining. It depends on your knitting. Joining is somewhat more, more outward. Right? You put two pieces of, of a block together, you join them together. You know? But the knitting goes deeper. The knitting is more intrinsic. It's like weaving a garment, a cloth. Right? There is a weaving going back and forth. There is a knitting. Well, in the body of Christ, I hope all the young adult saints, not only you as a, you, as a priest, you learn to know, now you exercise your spirit, you pray, read the word, you call on the Lord, you, know, you are uh, uh, in, enjoying Christ, developing your spirit, knowing your spirit, but also you have to know the body. Know the body in what way? Know the body by means of being joined to the body, knit to the body. Never function, conduct yourself in a kind of an independent way. You know, as much as I was talking about we need to, you know, pray, we need to uh, read the word, we need to, uh, um, uh, you know, to, 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 uh, carry out all the, the, the spiritual activities. But never do that, do any of those things in an individualistic, independent way. Our service, <clears throat> the, our service as priests in God's, in God's economy is only effective when we are in the realm of the body. Just like what we are seeing, you know, this uh, in the prayer of the age, you know, this conference, this is one thing that I deeply touched us very much is that their prayer of, that prayer of the age can only be uttered in the realm of the body. No individual independent member can utter that prayer. You have to pray. You can only participate in that prayer when you are in the position, in the standing of the body. Well, what do I mean by connected? What do I mean by joined? Um, Well, some may be you know, some may uh, love to read the word. They love to read the word. They pursue the word. 
very much. But uh, they have, they are, they, they, they only are, they are, they are only uh, uh, <clears throat> focusing on, just only giving themselves to, you know, getting into the word so that they can be constituted with the word. And, and they, are on, they only like to be with those who also like to be with the word. And when you come, when they come across someone who is not so much with the word, there is a kind of distance, there's a kind of disconnect, or even a kind of a despise. Well, you, are, you, know, you, you love the world more, you don't love the word. We love the word. <laughs> Stephen liked the word. We like to get together. You know, we have to realize that your loving of the word should not become an excuse to isolate yourself from any part of the body. You should be able to connect with any part of the body. Burley once described even the matter of, you know, someone who stressed the matter of to be broken. You know, we need to be break, broken, you know, in our outer man. But yet in his exercising to be broken, he, he detached himself from the others. I am broken. I am so broken. I am ex- exercising to be broken, bearing the cross. You know, you are not broken. So I don't, I don't like you. You know, you, you are so natural. You know, some of the broken ones, you know, they, 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 they come into meeting, they are so, they are, they are, you know, while the meeting is going on, you know, the prayer, prayers and so, they, he was just discerning, oh, that one is natural. That one is, that, what he says is of the flesh, you know. Everyone is, is, uh, is not broken, except him. Only he is broken. So Bradley described this one as the unbroken brokenness. <laughs> In his, in his thinking that he was really taking the cross broken, you know, the, you know, condemning the natural life, condemning himself, and then he is discerning everybody else, oh, that is, not, that, is not, that is natural, that is of the flesh, you know. And at the end, he does not even have any, he, he does not even say anything. He was just in himself, you know, just observing, criticizing, and, and then making all these uh, evaluation, and yet he is just remaining in himself, thinking he is the only, you know, he is the Mary, he is the Madame Goyant. In the meeting, he is the isolated island by himself. He is not connected. He is not joined. He is not knit. Yes, you may be a broken person, but as a broken person, you should be able to connect with any saint, even a worldly member, even a fleshly one. You can identify with this one. You will not feel, I, you know, I'm a, holy, I'm, I'm a broken one. I just, I, I'm... I, I know Christ in a, in a deep way. In a, in a, you only like to be with those you know, who know Christ in a deep way. But you are not joined. You are not attached. And as a result, your so-called brokenness has no blessing to the body. It's not a blessing to the body. So, this matter of uh, our um, being able to attach, to be joined and knit with all the members is a big matter. 
Never isolate yourself. Probably one time also described as, you know, someone who loves to pray. You know, he really is a praying person, you know, and then uh, he loves to pray so much, which is very good, right? But yet, you know, some, you know uh, uh, one of the leading ones came and, and then mentioned about there is uh, such and such a sister or brother uh, who is in, you know, grave illness, and then we should go and visit, visit this person. Well, but this person likes to, well, let me pray about this. I need to pray. And instead of, here is a particular need in the body that needs to be met. But he would rather to keep, to keep, remain in his so-called his prayer exercise. Not opening himself to the, to the body's need. He would like to keep his own spirituality but yet not opening to the body's need. So again, you know, this one, he is not a joint, knit member. And as a result, that person's, his prayerfulness is not of much usefulness. It's not practical. It's not useful. Because he is still functioning, acting, Individually, in many of his situ- in many of his spiritual pursuits, you know, brothers and sisters, as priests, you have to remember: yes, you are priests, but you're also in a priesthood. I know. Sometimes, you know, many of these things you cannot quite explain it in black and white. You know, there's no definite rules. You know how you should do things, but the the point is. The point is, are you connected to the other, other members? Do the saints feel comfortable to, to be with you? Or do they feel, oh, you are just so spiritual, you are so, you're always just so, uh, you're always in the Word, and that they don't even dare to bother you, <laughs> come close to you. Then if that is the case, you are of little, little use in the body of Christ. You know, in the, as uh, young working ones, you should be the most power, energetic, most, uh, 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 you know, of most usefulness in the body. But it depends on these two things. One, in your exercise of the spirit, and also in your being joined and connected and knit in the body. I tell you, brothers and sisters, if all of you, you learn how to be knit in the body. We all, we all knit. We, we don't have, I mean, you, 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 are, you are able to stick with anyone. You know, Brother Lee once used it, you know, you, you are so, so gluable. You know, just uh, you're like, a, like a putty. You can slap you on any, any surface. You stick there. You fit. It's an all-fitting life. You can fit with Chinese, David. You can fit with Korean. You can fit with Americans. You can fit with black. You can fit, you know, you can, you can fit anywhere. No one would feel strange about you. Would feel difficult about you. I tell you, your usefulness will be immeasurable. But at the same time, you are exercising your spirit, right? You are not just conform. I don't mean conformity. You don't just conform with everybody. No, you exercise the spirit. You take the initiative in the spirit. But at the same time, you know there is a limitation. Limited by the body. 
right? I mean, for us to live, walk in and out in the body, we have certain consciousness where I am, right? I mean, <clears throat> it's a, another example. Let's say, well, I'm, let's say I come and sit, I sit here, you know, uh, you know I'm, I'm one who, 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 uh, uh, who has, you know, certain uh, responsibility, you know, a certain portion I want to, you know, as one who, who, should, who should minister something on behalf of the Lord. Yet, I would just uh, remain in my, my, uh, my own, um, I, I, don't feel, uh, I don't feel like it. You know, I just, uh, you know, be quiet there by myself. You know, in my own spirituality, I'm still seeking the Lord, you know, and, and here's the meetings go on, you know, and, and I just feel I don't, I'm not up to it. I just don't feel like it. I mean, this will bring in a very awkward situation. <laughs> I mean, in the body, we all have a sense of how we function and how we all connect. We have certain consciousness of where we are and, we out and how we are related to one another. If you don't have that consciousness, that means you are not connected. If you are connected to the body, you just have a feeling of where you are, where you, how, you should, how you should function. But at, yet at the same time, we, every one of us, we have the freedom in the spirit. And we need to exercise the initiative to follow the spirit. But yet at the same time, very much conscious of the body. Saints, it is, it is this kind of person that will be useful to the Lord, useful in the Lord's recovery, and who can really utter forth this kind of a prayer as we was touched, it was touched last weekend, the prayer of the age. That prayer can only be uttered when we are those who are exercising our spirit and those who are joined with the body. Well, this is my burden. I just, uh, maybe I should stop here. I don't know if there's some, some of you may like to share something in response. Amen. Oh, we could sing something too, huh? Sure. <laughs> In the holiest place, touch, touch the, the throne of grace. Grace as a river shall flow. In the holiest place, touch the throne of grace. Grace as the river shall flow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Grace as the river shall flow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Grace as the river shall flow. In the holiest place, live before His face. Light of glory through me will shine. In the holiest place, live before His face. Light of glory through me will shine. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Light of glory through me will shine. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, light of glory through me will shine. Amen. And the incense burden, fountain of light to the spirit turn. And the incense burn, fountain of light. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Touch the living fountain of life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Touch the living fountain of life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Fountain of life, hallelujah, hallelujah, touch the living fountain of life, hallelujah, amen, amen, amen,
Jesus. Amen. 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 technician right. but 
Yeah, yeah, I'm in a, in, a, in an accounting department, just learning to do accounting. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have to say that until now, my greatest, uh, the, 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 my, the, or the way that I have been able to get through was through much enjoyment of the Lord, yeah. personally Amen. and also corporately with the yeah. saints. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and it is really true that if you enjoy, if you enjoy the Lord, you give yourself to the Lord, you pray to Him that Lord, there is another day that I have to go at, to, to go to work. I just need, I just need Your grace to be with me in order to perform mm-hmm. the tasks, the, the, the tasks that are given to me today. Mm-hmm. The Lord will just um, supply you. Amen. Amen. Just about this past week, we were doing. Uh, there were the financial department was doing archiving, and it was much of transferring paper from one binder to another binder, then putting it in, uh, <laughs> putting it in boxes, and then carry the boxes, put them in another paper. I have to say, it was very physical and uh, not really easy. You know, it, it was not something that was mentally challenging, but <laughs> <laughs> just the, but but physically tiring. Just sitting, taking you know one page, one binder, transferring, then putting in a box, and then carry the whole box of twelve like fully filled binders next to an office. But just by doing that, I didn't sense the pain because I was because I was just singing as I was as I was doing the word. And every time when I when I come when I when I meet my bosses, like oh, we make you work like so hard and everything and I'm are you tired and everything do you want to go home early and I'm just like no I'm okay <laughs> but that is not because I am in any way able to uh, support the workload to take care of the work but because Christ is the supply and that has been a great help from the first time the, the, the brother came to share about you know the burden of the young adults being the uh, the waste of the body, those mm-hmm. who need who need to to be strengthened continually by Amen. the spirit in order to bear the responsibility. And it is, and, and that becomes a testimony, a testimony to to one another Amen. and Amen. also to the people who work around Amen. us. Amen. And how is it that someone is able to be still standing and so you know smiling after that much work right but it's just because our joy is not out of ourselves it's not out of you know the next time that we are going to see a basketball game or have another event in our lives but because our joy is in word. Amen. to our spirit where the real joy and the real supply Amen. is. Amen. So I just um, it's just um, very real that Amen. the Lord really supplies us in every way. Amen. Amen. We need much of the exercise of the Spirit in order for the Lord to flow in and flow out of us in every situation. Amen. Because uh, we bear His testimony on Amen. the earth. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord again for the speaking this afternoon. Amen. 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 Um, I enjoy that. Um, we need to um, pray to be for the Lord, and even though um, when we're praying, we're very, you know, strong for the Lord, and He may uh, be faithful to lead us um, on the way of righteousness. But later on, we may regret and be like, "Oh, why did I pray that prayer?" Anyway, the Lord is faithful, and He will bring us onto um, the uh, the way of righteousness and the building up of the body Amen. for uh, His coming. Amen. And also, um, I enjoy that we need to follow the Lord and not um, be consumed by our own, um, you know, pursuits. 
her, uh, our own uh, liking or just anything else apart from right. the Lord. Mm -hmm. And because the, uh, there was the tribe, I guess, uh, that followed the idols, they were under the Lord's judgment, and eventually only the Levites were able to um, be one with God. Okay, so that's what, another thing I enjoyed is that... Um, yeah, so in order to do all of that, to not be led astray, we need to um, know our limitations and be part of the body. Amen. I just wanted to say one or two things about, uh, we're really touched about what we share tonight. Um, we're on the threshold. And I think when we are at the of our Thanksgiving, there's just a sense that we're on the threshold of, for the Lord to turn the age. Amen. This word tonight is so important for us to enter into the prayer of the age. One, one thing that Brother uh, Ron shared at one point in the message, uh, he, he said um, he was praying or before the Lord about something, and the Lord just said back to him, I'm, I'm waiting for your prayer. And it just captured something. I think the Lord is waiting and has been waiting. He's waiting for his bride. He's waiting for the rising up mm -hmm. of the priests and kings. Yeah. And saints, you uh, especially, 30 to 50 are are the ones in this category mm -hmm. to take this word, uh, the Lord's waiting to carry out the age, but he will only do it through us. Amen. And the kind of response that we have. Amen. So we have to rise up. But this is something else that just in the middle of this conference just absolutely... I just was amazed. This is Revelation chapter 4, verse 10. It talks about the priests and kings and the Lord raising us up to be this kind of people. But one of the footnotes, this is uh, in Revelation 4.10, there's the 24 elders. The 24 elders eventually, they cast down their crowns before the throne. Now listen to the footnote. According to the preceding verses, this section of the Holy Word implies that when the redeemed saints... Represented by the man among the four living creatures who are redeemed, have been perfected and glorified to be the proper priests and kings. Amen. The temporary priests and kings, the 24 angelic elders, will re resign from their offices. <laughs> this is implied by the fact that they will cast their crowns before the throne. Amen. There is something the Lord is raising up, yeah. priest, yeah. priestly and kingly servants, mm. that will consummate God's economy. Amen. And the 24 elders will respond to that. Amen. Oh, Lord Jesus, may we Amen. take your word. Amen. Everything that we are innately has been put into us, in our spirit, we've seen in the vision of the age and what the Lord's doing in his body. Amen. Be fulfilled in us. Amen. Responding to be the priests and kings. Amen. Amen. Dave and I were listening to uh, message number nine of uh, the Wednesday night meetings coming over here because uh, I wanted to hear it again. But basically, it's talking about uh, praying uh, prayers that will enact uh, the Lord's coming back. And uh, Ron was spending a lot of time on the on the specific verses uh, related to him, his uh, feet coming down on Mount Olives, and uh, other specific things. And the more he was getting into that the more you realize these things are really going to happen. These are not things, uh, some theories. These are really going to happen. But then he was speaking and saying, there has to be some who pray for these things to happen. Right. He was trying to impress the saints how important it was 
that these things actually will happen, but they will not happen unless we pray, uh, unless the Lord has minds who are praying. And then, then I really appreciate what James is sharing because I've had this burden related to the priesthood for about a year or so. You know, ever since I got here, uh, the Lord just told me to get into that book, The Priesthood. Mm -hmm. And uh, in the coordination meetings I bring, uh, uh, you know, down in Green Street, I bring it up every so often, but I've never really gotten my burden out. So every time James said priest, inwardly, ha, a little more release of the burden. Just keep saying that word priest because the Lord needs priests. He really does. And he needs priests of priesthood. He needs uh, people, not who are just praying, but who actually are priests. Amen. Who have, Amen. have learned how to be priests, or they have been constituted Amen. priests. Amen. Those are the ones who qualify to pray these prayers that will bring in the consummation of the age. Amen. So uh, I recommend to everybody to buy that book, because that book is a manual. You are a priest, but you need to read the manual to know who were gathered together into a priesthood. Amen. And, and, this, and this is not just a message and then we're going to go on to the next message you know, or the next topic. Right. The priesthood is going to go on forever. Crudley eventually says in that book, the priesthood is the new Jerusalem. Did anybody ever hear the definition of the new Jerusalem is the priesthood? It's not like the priesthood or some facts, you know, something related to it, but it is the priesthood. Amen. The priests wore the same colors as the tabernacle. They became the new Jerusalem. They are the new Jerusalem. And so we will be the new Jerusalem forever. We need to become the priesthood. And this will not change. So I just really recommend, oh, and I was talking to a brother uh, the other day in the coordination. I said, uh, I've had this burden relates to the priesthood. Would you like to get into the book together with me? And then he said, are you still interested in that? I mean, you were talking about that <coughs> 10 months ago. You're still into that book? Yes, I'm still into that book. <laughs> we need to get into this together. Amen. And enjoy experience and get constituted Amen. with what we need to be. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord for the priesthood. You Amen. know, I, I really enjoy the characteristics and the function of a priest, right? Amen. And, you know, we see that the characteristics are, you know, one who enjoys the Lord, mm -hmm. uh, one who is who is consecrated, one who enjoys the Lord, yeah. and one who is in the priesthood, right? Yeah. In a corporate uh, right. group of priests, right? Yeah. Uh, and then the function is yeah. one who who burns the, the incense and who lights the lamp yeah. and sing. who sings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I really enjoy that point. But, you know, Related to the prayer, prayer of the of the age, you know, I was thinking like the people like that had prayers that would turn the age, you know, in, in the Lord's table this morning, I, there was it was shared that it was like people like Daniel, you know, mm -hmm. like our age, mm -hmm. you know, he was somebody who who had a prayer that would that turned the age, right, right, and he was consecrated and he had he contacted the Lord every day, so you know I was really enjoying like having this picture of the priesthood, you know, that characteristics and, and the function of a priest. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just 
Just keep enjoying this wonderful Christ. Amen. And another way to enjoy is by singing. Amen. 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 I'm going to follow that. Um, I enjoy singing. Praise the Lord. Amen. Um, I, I just feel like singing implies something of enjoyment. Amen. And, uh, and uh, as you grow up and have a baby and baby wakes up in the middle of the night, it seems Satan tries to rob you of your enjoyment. <laughs> just maybe because it's cold outside, your work is hard, and eventually uh, they seem pressed down. Yeah. When I got into the church life, we will sing all the time, just like yeah. all the time. <laughs> when I was failing my exams, I would pick up my, my guitar and sing it away. You know, that was how we, so, I don't know, I survived everything by singing. I would just realize, wow, Lord, what happened to the singing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Amen. 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 Because I'm not just, and then we went to the full-time training, and just like blew it out of the water. We were singing, and we were sweating, and everything. <laughs> <laughs> that even though uh, well, exercise of the spirit is vitally important, but we also need to have a, a body consciousness yes. yeah. that we shouldn't just um, right. you know seclude ourselves in a room and just <laughs> study the word all day and pray, read and right. pray, and then come to the meeting and say, you know, I'm oh, I'm so spiritual, you know, I'm so great. <laughs> it's the priesthood. Yeah. Right? So it implies that we have to be built together, yeah. and and I believe that um, you know the members of my physical body may not have a consciousness of each other. But as long as they're joined to the head, right, right. to this, the nervous system, mm -hmm. they have a consciousness. So if something falls on my foot, I might grab my foot. Um, mm -hmm. My hands are not concerned with my foot if they're not attached to my head. Right. You need to have a body consciousness. You need to be joined to the head. Who has, and the life within us has uh, a care and uh, the ability to be connected to all the, the different believers. matter of, of the exercise of the spirit. Yeah. It's to realize that we can never forsake it. Yeah. God's economy is carried out in our spirit. And uh, if we are to be the ones that close the age, we really have to be those that are not spiritually lazy. And uh, when the example is brought out about, you know, two by two pray, you know, it's like, I want to get go get a drink of water or something. So there's like a quick prayer. But really, God's economy is not furthered because I was spiritually lazy. Right. But we would be those that that really give ourselves to dig Amen. into exercise until we till we strike the water right. until it gushes out. Amen. And I, I was just looking, but I didn't have time. I think there's a verse in Hebrews that says, uh, incite one another, and so much the more as the day draws near. Mm -hmm. So we should be those 
exhorting one another. To really to light one another's spirit. That we could carry out this priesthood in our spirit. And we could learn to pray the prayers of the age as as a corporate body. Praise the Lord for the word spoken. exercise of our spirit should be so normal. Um, earlier this morning in the Chinese speaking conference, Brother James was asking us, like, out of the 16 hours that you're awake in a day, how many hours do you think you live in your spirit? Like, you know, maybe a little bit for morning revival, 15 minutes, maybe a little bit of time with the saints at night, and maybe you go to a meeting an hour and a half. So maybe one to two hours in a day out of the 16 awake out of the 16 hours that you're awake, you might be in your spirit. And that's just, I don't know, like, that's so little. If you think about everything else that you're doing, what you're involved in, and how much time you're actually living in your spirit, that's just not enough. And I was touched by what David said, you know, God's economy is carried out in your spirit. In order for God's economy to be practically carried out, we need to increase the time we spend in our spirit. Amen. Last night in the Young People's Meeting, we enjoyed Ephesians 5, 18 through 19. Be filled in spirit, singing and psalming with it. Speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Singing and psalming with your heart to the Lord. As priests, we should be those who are singing all the time. I have one more song I really want to sing. (laughs) The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is the joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. If you want joy, you must sing for it. If you want joy, you must sing for it. If you want joy, you must sing for it. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I'll sing and shout and praise his name for he is the Lord. I'll sing and shout and praise his name for he is Lord. I'll sing and shout and praise his name for he is Lord. The joy of the Lord is my strength. My heart is filled with laughter. Ha 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 ha. My heart is filled with laughter. Ha 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 ha. My heart is filled with laughter. Ha 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 ha. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Hallelujah. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Enemy rob us of our enjoyment. As priests, we need to be those enjoying the Lord. So let's just remain in the enjoyment. Um, I really hate to end this time on such a high note, but I like to just keep enjoying the Lord. Um, We have dinner prepared by some faithful sisters. Maybe we can just go out through the far, far entrance of the kitchen.